Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And forget not all of his benefits. Somebody's not in the building with me. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And forget not all of his benefits. Well, how did he benefit you this morning? He woke you up. Started you on your way. Gave you breath in your body. Is there anybody here that can give God praise for his benefits? Did he put food on your table? He's a benefiting God. Breath in your body, he's a benefiting God. Kept you while you were sick, he is a benefiting God. You ought to give him praise because he is good and his mercy endureth forever. Amen. I will bless the Lord with all of my heart and my soul. If you would, listen, today we'll be coming from the book of Joshua, chapter 1. Joshua, chapter 1, from the English Standard Version. We'll read thus, Joshua chapter 1, verses 6 through 8. Joshua chapter 1, verses 6 through 8. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Be strong and courageous. For you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give to them. Only be strong and, and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn it to the right hand or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that it is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Read that, lift that last portion to you again. For then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. I want to tag this title today in our exchange and label our lesson this morning. God gives good success. God gives good success. People of God, I recently had a milestone in my life 
Anybody ever had a milestone in your life? I recently had a milestone in my life, and, uh, and I wondered, made me wonder, have I or am I successful? Wondered, am I successful? And in many ways, my spirit was troubled because there was an emphatic no. That thoughts of accomplishments of life, personal achievements, financial goals, and material accumulations are the way the world sees our success. And by that standard, I may have not achieved what many may think is successful. And as my spirit began to grow weary, thoughts of the failings and failure of my life, God's spirit spoke to me. He spoke to me even the more by his word. He brought encouragement to my soul because God measures success has nothing to do with material possession. How do you know that preacher God's measure of success had nothing to do with material possession because he is creator of it all. And not only is God the creator of the entire world, he holds it in his very hands. Bible declares that the cattle on a thousand hills is his. Anybody know that God holds all we know in his hands? He is the creator of the world, but God's measure of success has all to do with his direction of his will. Many of you heard my life success story, and I can only imagine that scroll of time came in your own mind. And maybe you too are wondering, are you successful? Well... I want to declare to you that God in his word tells us what it means to be successful. As a matter of fact, Moses himself knew, knew God, knew himself only to be the prince of Egypt. But God knew him to be the deliverer of Israel. Moses only knew himself to be a shepherd of Jethro's sheep. But God knew him to be the prophet and the leader of his own flock. Moses knew himself to be simply one who was a follower of Egypt's laws. And he was a follower of Egypt's uh, rights and privileges. But then God said, you're going to write down my law. You're going to give it to the people and you're going to lead them to a place flowing with milk and honey. I'm trying to help somebody out this morning that God's success is different from our success. God commissioned him to give the law and to worship the one and true God. That is Moses. But in our text now, Moses is dead. The very success God gave to Moses is gone and is past. And we now stand at the precipice of another leadership change. 
God has now called Joshua to be his leader. And if you want some encouragement, take a peep at this. Our success is not built on our current station in life, but our success is built on God's past performance and our, his dwelling presence with us in our lives today. Can you shout about what God has done in the past? Because if you can shout about what God has done in the past, you won't think of yourself as not successful because if you are in his will, God will do just what he did in the past and he'll do it even better. God's past performance and his ever-dwelling presence in our lives. Like Joshua and Israel, we stand on the edge of what is set what is set for the Lord to take us, to give us success. But before we possess the inheritance of God, there are some declarations that must be made, and then there are some new expectations that must be raised. That Joshua, Joshua, unlike Moses, he didn't stand in front of the Red Sea. Joshua stood in front of the Jordan River. And Joshua stood in a place where God had promised Abraham, this is a land that you're going to take. I'm trying to let, help somebody know that Israel didn't look like a successful nation. They were nomads. They didn't have a country to call their own. But God was with them. And the fact that God was with them helps us to understand that his presence is our power. God's new leader is to take ready of the mantle of leadership. Joshua is to take ready of this mantle. And, and now God declares to Joshua and all the people that he will, what he will do for them and what he will give them. Listen to the words of the Lord to Joshua. In chapter, in verse number two. Now therefore arise and go over this Jordan. You and all the people into the land that I am giving them to the people of Israel, every place of the sole of your feet will tread upon. I have given you. And just as I promised to Moses from the wilderness and Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites to the great sea toward the going down of the sun will be your territory. Y'all y'all ain't with me. No man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. And just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. He says, I'll never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. We serve a God who can bless us in so many ways. And we are sitting there wondering, look at what God tells Israel. Wherever you walk, it's going to be a blessing wherever you walk. Is there anybody here that can thank God that the good steps are ordered by the Lord? They are declared by the Lord. They are ordained by the Lord. Help me somebody. Wherever you walk, God has ordained your steps. He has ordained your steps. 
I know sometimes it don't look like you want it to look like, but God is in control of everywhere your feet will tread. And where your feet will tread, he says, you will have success. Not only will you have success where you walk, but God says, I'll give you a land as far as you can see. That, 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 that Israel had been wandering in the wilderness. But God says, where I'm about to take you, I'll give you the wilderness land. I'll give you Lebanon to the north. I'll give you the river Euphrates to the east. I'll give you the land of the Hittites to the south. And I'll give it all the way to the sea in the west. Is there anybody here that knows God's blessing extends far beyond what we can ever imagine or think? That's where they are. They are in a place where God has now extended his blessing all across the known world. And this will be their possession. And if you're like me, that sounds real good. That God will give them pleasure in their walking, but also God will give them a territory that will extend far beyond the reach that they ever know. But then what helps me in this text, it makes me happy that God will give me all that. But then he makes a promise to them. He says, I'll give you all that, but more than that, I'm going to be with you. And we have to learn how to rest in the very presence of God. Uh, rest in the presence of God because they knew God only in the presence in the wilderness. When they were in Egypt and they were leaving Egypt and Pharaoh's army was behind them, God did something for them. The Bible says he became a pillar of fire. And he got in between Israel and Pharaoh and his army. And God allowed, while he kept Egypt away from them, he gave them light, heat, and a way to see in front of them. And they crossed the Red Sea on dry land. After they crossed the Red Sea, God still at night became a pillar of fire. And by day, he was a pillar of cloud. I'm trying to show you God is with you. God was with them, but that's the only way they knew the presence of God. But now they're about to go in a land where God is no longer going to be a pillar of fire or a cloud. But God is just simply going to be with them wherever they go. Is there anybody here that can shout? That even when you can't see God, he's still right there with you. The Lord is with them in this land that they are about to possess. That we got to rest in his presence. Rest in God's presence. I'm so glad that I am a child of God. Because the one thing I can got, I have as a guarantee that wherever I go. The Lord is with me. That even if I'm in trouble, he's still a very present help in the time of trouble. Can you shout because God is with you? 
the Lord is with them. That we have to rest in his presence. And God says, I'll be with you. Just like I was with Moses. And then he is even more. That God said, I'll never leave you. Nor will I forsake you. I know somebody rushing, somebody struggling right now. You don't know how you're going to get it done. But God already promised that I'll never leave you. Don't miss it. Nor will I forsake you. Doctor gave you a bad report, but God said, I'll never leave you. Nor will I forsake you. You don't have the money to make it, but God said, I'll never leave you. Nor will I forsake you. In other words, God says, I'm right here. And when you need me the most, I'll come through for you. Is there anybody here that the Lord has ever come through in a tight spot for you? Got to rest in his presence. He manifested himself as a pillar of fire by day, cloud by night. But then this blessing of God's presence is going to stay with them even when they go into the land flowing with milk and honey. Not only do we have to rest in God's presence, though, we have to rely on his power. We have to rest in his presence, but we have to rely on his power. Tells Joshua this, y'all. He says, be strong and courageous. For you shall call this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers. To give to them. He reiterates and says, Joshua, only be strong and be courageous. Being careful to do all according to the law of Moses, my servant. God says that we have to rely on his power. Many of us, God has given us great strength. And I know you're not going to tell me this morning, but a lot of us rely on our own power. We rely on the power of our education. We rely on the power of our money. We rely on the power of our relationship. But God says you got to rest in my power. Read somewhere that when I am weak, he is Strong. We have to rely on his power uh, because he tells Joshua, what you're going to face, you've never faced before. I love Joshua, y'all. Joshua is one of my favorite characters because Joshua, we don't see any really issues with Joshua. In my mind's eye, when Moses was leading Israel, God will oftentimes call Moses onto the mountain. And he oftentimes would take Joshua with him. But because Moses was God's leader, Joshua couldn't go all the way up on the mountain with Moses. But, but in my mind, I, I can see Joshua was 
a warrior and he had extreme faith. And Joshua, remember, he was one of the two spies who went out. And when they saw the giants, Joshua said, we're well able. And in other words, Joshua said, I'm not going to be afraid of the spies because I know who's with us. The same God that opened up the Red Sea is with us. I don't care how big my giant is. God, we are well able to overtake them. See, Joshua go up on the mountain and Moses says, Joshua, stay right here. I'll be back after a little while. And I can see the faithful Joshua take his sword out of his sheath. Stick it in the ground. Get on his knees and lay prostrate. Waiting for Moses to come back. Now listen to this. Moses didn't come back after several hours. Sometimes he didn't even come back after several days. Sometimes he came back after several weeks. And can't you see Joshua still prostrate. Waiting on Moses. And then when Moses comes down out of the mountain. This reminds us y'all. I can... Imagine Joshua won't be like some of us saying, is there a word from the Lord? Joshua said, what does the Lord want us to do? Is there anybody here that has the kind of faith where when the man of God speaks to you, you will say, what does the Lord want us to do? So we got to rely on his power. Tell them to be strong and courageous. In other words, my, get your strength in me because what's coming before you, you're going to need it. But he says, don't just rely on my power by sitting down. I need you to do everything that I commanded you through Moses. David said like this, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. He shall strengthen your heart. And then like David knew folk would lose the message, he said, so I say, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Wait, I say. In other words, we are never to just rest in what God has done for us. We are to walk while God is empowering us. Many of us wait on the Lord to move before we do anything. But that wasn't Joshua. He had to rely on the power of God. And God said that you got to do as your, as your portion of waiting. In other words, what I may do for you. I might not do it right now. And I think God says that to some of us because if God did it in the now, we would think that we did it in our own power or we would tell him, okay, I'm good now. But when he says, do what I asked you to do, before we even realize God's power shows up. 
little boy, little boy goes with his parents to a relative's house in the country. Like many of us, they are suburbanites. They go into the country, and when they get there, his relative's house sits in a valley. And he looks in the distance on a hill, and there is a man pumping a well. And because he's from the city, he doesn't know what that man is doing. So he asks his father, Father, what is he doing? Father just simply says, he's pumping the well to draw water. And the boy was kind of really amused because of the vigor and vitality at which the man was pumping the well. And it interested him, but then they went in and had time with the family, had dinner. A couple of hours passed, and it was time for them to go back home. And it came out, and to his surprise, as the silhouette of the sun hit the man again, the man was still pumping with the same vigor and vitality. And now the little boy was curious, saying, what kind of man can pump a well for hours upon hours? And he ran up the hill, and when he got there, it was not a man on the well, but it was a mannequin. And what he found out is that the man wasn't pumping the well, but the water in the well was pumping the man. Is there anybody here that knows God is pumping you up right now and you just got to stay in his power? That the thing that he was pumping was actually pumping him. And is there anybody here that can thank God for his spirit? Because even when you get down in life, even when you get weary in life, even when melancholy weeps over your soul, God in his spirit can still pump you even the more. You got to rely on God's presence. You got to rest in God's power. But I'm almost done, y'all. But finally, you got to regulate your mind by his word. That if we want to have good success, that we have to learn how to rest in God's presence. Know that the Lord is always with us and know that his power is always used, being used by us. But then we have to regulate our mind in the word. Listen for the last time what God tells Joshua. He said this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth and you but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success Don't miss it. God is with us. His power is in us. But we still got to know what he has said. 
that it's amazing. Joshua is a mighty man of valor. But God doesn't rely on God on Joshua's strength on the battlefield. He says your real strength is going to come from what you know I've already told you. Said that the book of law shall not depart. This is a strange way of training to go into battle. But God says, I got some instructions for you. And not only do I have instructions for you, but what I say to you has to be in your mind and it has to be in your heart. And we need more Christians who are two-time Christians. <laughs> that the word of God should only be in you two times. Uh, sound like we don't have many two-time Christians. Because when your way gets dark and dreary, you need to have the light of the word in you during the daytime. But way over into the night, you need to have the light of the word in you. Only time you need to have the word is day and night. Is there anybody here that knows that if I got the word, my life would change even in the day and late over in the night? That, that, that the Lord says, Joshua, you got to meditate on the word in everything that you do. That we need to be the kind of folk that's got the word in our mouth when we get up in the morning and greet our spouses. When we get up in the morning and love on our children. When you get up in the morning and go to that job with those folk that you may or may not like. I'm trying to help somebody that if you got the word, your day will go better. I recently, I recently was at work, and it's amazing. A lot of times, folk, they find out who you are. You ain't said nothing, but they find out. But I, two ladies would always leave as I was coming into work. And one day I greeted them like I normally do. Good morning. How, how you ladies doing today? And I heard one whisper to the other. He's always the same. And... I got a little puffed up because I thought it was a compliment. But then the Lord said, boy, the reason you're the same is not because of you, but it's because of me. Because when you're having a bad day, you read my word and it still helps you to greet somebody and say, good morning. Ladies, how you doing? Is there anybody here that when you got the word, everything changes? Yeah. Says you ought to meditate on it day and night. 
and you ought to be careful to do all that it is written in it. For then God will make you prosperous and you will have good success. Is there anybody here that knows that when you know God's word, success is already all around you? If you start your own business, start it with the word of God and success will follow you. Whatever you're doing in school, young people and those who are in school, start it with the word of God. And the word will give you success. It'll make your way prosperous. Y'all, we need to stop being scared of being successful and being prosperous because it's in God's word. Tell Joshua that success is on the way. But you got to have my word as the basis of your success. Success is on the way. But you got to have my word as the foundation of your success. Success is when you're in the middle of it. You still got to go to God and thank him for the word. Well, good morning, Salem. May the Lord bless you. And may he do it real, real good. But as I'm on my way to my seat, Joshua and Israel stood on the precipice of their success. And Joshua, like many of us, stand in a place where God is ready to bless us. Is there anybody here that God has you in a place, position you ready to bless you? But then you got to rely on his presence. You got to rest in his power. And you got to regulate your mind by his word. Is there anybody here that knows that God will give you great success? He'll give you a land flowing with milk and honey. But you got to rely on his power. You got to regulate your mind in his word. Somebody needs to hear me this morning. God is trying to bless you. And on Jordan's stormy banks, you and I stand and cast a wishful lie to Canaan's fair and happy land where my possession lies. Is there anybody here that knows that God's got something for you on the other side of the Jordan? But you got to know and you got to have a wishful eye. I'm bound for the promised land. I am bound for all the promised land. Oh, who will come and go with me? I am bound. Are you bound for the promised land? Our God, he'll give you good success. Our God will make your way prosperous every time you step, every place the soles of your feet are. God will bless you. You just got to trust and never doubt. Know that he has power. Know his word. And God will. He will. I know he will. For one day, the same God that gave them the Jordan, he got baptized in the Jordan and then he went to Calvary's Hill died on Friday but he got up early 
promised land. He is my prosperity. He is my victory. He is my joy. And is there anybody here that can give him praise? Give him praise because he woke you up this morning. Give him praise because he started you on your way. Give him praise because right now you in the blessing business and he'll bless you. The Lord is blessing us right now. If you don't know it, he's blessing you right now. Stand on your feet and give him praise because he's blessing you. is on the way because God is with us he is empowering us and he is regulating our mind somebody give God praise because he gives good Success. You ought to be ready to reach up and grab because he gives good success. Don't glory in what you got. He gives good success. Oh, stand on your feet. Jesus came. And I'm so glad. what I am and who I am has nothing to do with what I have but has everything to do with who has me and if you want to know what real success is you got to know him came he said it like this I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly and I'm just trying to help somebody know that knowing Jesus is the abundant life so now this is your invitation to, to give your life to him Bible simply declares if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you shall be saved so this is the invitation come on the cross oh Amen. Come on. Fountain. Whoa. Free. 
come, come, oh, and it flows from Lift your voice for somebody come oh in, in the, the cross Oh if you don't have a church home you can come church don't take anything lightly but particularly this moment and if you need to make a decision to know Jesus today and the spirit has spoken to you come and give your life to him and I want to I want to help you know this ain't about membership here this is about fellowship in heaven and Jesus is calling you unto himself right where you are in the midst of every problem in the midst of every sin he'll call you as you are to come unto him so we, we bid you sister we bid you brother come church if you would bow your heads feel like somebody is trying to make a decision and this is your day for salvation oh let us pray Lord we thank you for your word for your word has showed us that you are a God of salvation and Lord you are God who will save us from our sins but you will also save us to give us success. You'll save us to prosper every step of our feet. You will save us to possess whatever it is you have given to us. Lord, so we pray right now for somebody who needs to make the decision to choose success. Success is knowing who you are knowing that you are God and there is nobody beside you knowing that you are all powerful but knowing your word and Lord I ask you 
right now in your spirit to convict the heart of whoever this may be man woman boy child or girl and bid them to come it is in the name of Jesus we pray amen come on somebody come on you may be seated Amen, 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 amen. Kenny, let's do this. Let's pray right now. Lord, you've told us to pray without ceasing. And our sister comes for prayer, and we've learned that prayer is always in order. So, Lord, we want to say thank you for the ability to talk to you. Lord, we don't know what it is. We don't know if it's Thanksgiving. But all we do know is that she's come asking us to lift her up in prayer. And right now, I and the people of God are praying for our sister right now. Lord, whatever it may be, lift her spirit. Be with her right now. Wherever she may be and whatever she needs, be the very need she are. Lord, uplift her countenance. Heal her body. Enlighten her mind. And let her know that because you are God, everything is already all right. And so, Lord, we thank you that you are a now God, but then you are a God that's going to be with us. Lord, we ask that you don't leave her and, Lord, show enough, do not forsake her. And that all that she is and all that she wants to be, Lord, we ask you would make her. We pray this prayer in Jesus. The one who suffered, bled, and died for our sins. Jesus. The one who got up from yonder grave. Jesus. The one who sits at the right hand of the Father. Jesus. The one who one day will come back and to receive us unto himself. We pray in that name. A name that there is no other name. That at the name of Jesus every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord according to the glory of God. In Jesus name we pray. And we ask every blessing. Amen. 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 Lift up. Lift him up.
Anybody will sing the... of our worship where we are actually about to go home but I want to thank God lift this prayer of offering thank God for your giving and ask that God continue to bless your giving for you're not just giving to the local church but giving to the kingdom of God if you have your gifts just get them in your hand and we say God we thank you for the gifts that you have to give. On your way out, if there are those who have gifts, we have receptacles on both sides. And if you give via online, give via through virtual giving, we ask that you continue to do so. Please remember, we need your help, people of God, for our food pantry. This church has fed as many as 500 families in a week. And right now, food is short all over the country. And so, please, ma'am, please, sir, if you find it in your heart, we ask that you just run to the grocery store, Costco, if you got a Costco card, and bring it back. Amen. For those who need it. Amen. If you would just stand on your feet. Continue in prayer um, for our family members, Sister Larissa Goldston and Robert and Mary Moore, as they deal with bereavement in their family. Just continue to pray. Also continue to pray. I want to thank God, and we don't do this often, but thank God for the staff of this church. Give God praise for the staff. We have those in our in our midst, in our congregation that work daily and tirelessly for the upbuilding of the kingdom. One of our own in the staff, Sister Tina Atkinson, lost her sister this week. And she's been with her. She's been with her sister for a long time through a long illness. But she was praising God in the death of her sister because she knows where her sister is and who he's, she's with. And we do too. Because the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. It says that if this earth, the house, the tabernacle be dissolved, there's a building of a God in the heavens not made by hands. Anybody believe that? That death ain't the end for the saint. But it's a time that we can be with him. Thank you. I want to thank God again for our pastor, Pastor Haynes, in his absence. Pray for him. Thank God. Sister Bell, for you. Thank God for all of you. Amen. Amen. God be with us till we meet again.
to present us blameless before your glory with exceeding joy Lord to the only wise God be glory be majesty be dominion and authority may it be both now henceforth and forevermore and all of God's people sing There are several ways to submit your tithe and offering. Online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal. Via the Givelify app. By mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church, P.O. Box 817, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.